your service member is stationed overseas and you want to send them a little something to brighten their day, but you're not quite sure how to do that. That's right. This episode, we are talking all about care packages, how to send them, the ins and outs. So let's just jump right into it. Hi there. Welcome to Call to Marriage, a show about navigating life as a military spouse. I'm your host, Callie, a newcomer on the scene of what is the military spouse life. The military community is a tight-knit, but sometimes tight-lipped one. I hope to pull back the curtain on life as a military spouse to answer the questions that I wish someone would have answered for me, talk about my experiences that I've gone through, or talk about the ones that I'm going through right now. I'm always learning new things about this crazy new life and invite you on this journey with me. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, welcome back to Call to Marriage. This is one of my favorite things to talk about simply because I love to send them. And I think sometimes they kind of seem a little challenging or a little confusing on how to exactly do them, how to send them, how to ship them. And so I think that this will be a really, hopefully a really good way to simplify that whole process. And so I'll start off by saying I am not one of those uh, crafty wives. <laughs> I I consider myself crafty, but care package crafting is an art all on its own. There are some wives out there and some husbands out there who put together some pretty amazing care packages. I'm talking, you know, they open it and a Christmas tree pops out and there's pictures and cutouts and really cute punny messages, the whole nine yards. So if you're one of those spouses, props to you because those take so much time and so much dedication. And I love seeing them whenever they're posted because I just think they're so cool. And I just know that I'm probably never going to make a care package like that because I just don't have that kind of time or patience to do it. But if you are a new spouse like myself and care packages are something you are about to get into, maybe your spouse is getting ready to deploy. My spouse, I know I talked about it, deployed like right after we got married and I've already sent him like two care packages. So I wanted to start sort of make a very simple checklist almost, um, you can say, about how to send these care packages out and what you need to remember when you send them. So the first thing, which I feel like is so simple, but also so overlooked so many times is the address. Overseas addresses are weird, especially military overseas address. It's not like you're shipping to, you know, 111 Cherry Street Lane, London, England, you know, and postmark it and send it. There's a specific address, um, if especially if they're on post that you use for mail. And usually, like, it's not a typical city code. Like, even if they were stationed in Germany, it wouldn't be the city in Germany. Or if they're stationed in Kuwait, it wouldn't be the city or Japan or Korea or wherever they're at, Afghanistan. It wouldn't be the city. It'd be a specific um, government address that they would use. So first things first, you need to make sure that you have the correct address. Because if you do not have the correct address, your package will be bounced back to you almost immediately. And you run the risk of it getting sent to the wrong place, to the wrong unit, to the wrong service member. So please, 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 before you even start making your care package, get the address from your service member. A lot of times it's like an APO or an AE address, something of that nature. So make sure you get the right address. The next thing 
to think about is what you can and cannot send in a care package. I know a lot of times service members it's like, oh, I, you know, I really want X, Y, and Z, or I'm really missing X, Y, and Z, or I'm really craving X, Y, and Z. And, you know, as the devoted, loving spouses that we are, we want to make sure we give our spouse the moon. But in care packages, specifically with shipping, you're really confined to what you can and cannot ship. And I'm not saying confined in that it's a super, super limiting list, but you have to be kind of smart about what you send. So, for instance, you can't send carbonated beverages. You cannot send alcohol. You can't send um, fresh foods, so think fruits and vegetables or dairy products, things of that nature. You, you can't send those overseas. Um, you can't send tobacco, and you can't send, send live plants. And a lot of times, too, if they're in a very culturally um, – I don't know how to say this. I guess if, if they're going to a very um, specific area, you need to also understand what cultural um, guidelines there are to what you can and cannot send. A lot of cultures don't allow certain things into their country or certain things into their areas. And so while there's like a broad – you can honestly Google, you know, cannot ship list overseas and it'll pull up a very broad general idea for you to follow. But if they're going to a very specific, like a very religious area or a very culturally sensitive area, you need to make sure that you're being respectful to that cultural area and you're not shipping things that they don't allow in because again, your package will bounce back. And if you're one of those crafty wives or husbands, you know, you just, that package is coming back to you. And so I will say there are a ton of good to go items, good to go. Um, I say that meaning like you can ship them and you're not going to have to worry about them ever being flagged. And these include like deodorant or floss or socks. Socks are a huge thing. Service members go through a lot of socks I've learned. Um, baby wipes. If your service member, pause, if your service member is going to be in the field, baby wipes. Ship them baby wipes, especially if they don't have access to, you know, showers, baby wipes. My husband will attest it is like a godsend when you need it. And there is like nothing better than when you're just after a long day, baby wipes, just to clean yourself off when you can't in the field. So baby wipes are on that list. Um, electrolyte drinking mixes, um, so like powdered electrolytes and gum and condiments. There is something that Chick-fil-A does where they can like send service members like boxes of Chick-fil-A sauce. Don't quote me on that, but I've heard of that. So those are sort of the safe, good-to-go items that you're going to want to put into those care packages. So going off of what you can and cannot send on your good-to-go list, you can send um, like baked goods and things of that nature like cookies and brownies. Um, if you are going to send them, however, invest in vacuum seal bags. These are by far, I think, one of the most underrated things you can um, include in your care package kits that I think are so, so important solely because they just keep everything fresh. Care packages can take weeks, like a very long time to get to service members. And if you don't put things in vacuum seal bags, they can get stale, they can get gross, they can get moldy. And vacuum seal bags ensures that even if it takes like three weeks to get somewhere, your items are still going to be fresh. I know my husband can attest to it. I have shipped him cookies so many times and they've always arrived super, super fresh. Like they just came out of the oven fresh. And so invest in some vacuum seal bags. They also um, are a good way to protect items maybe that um, are a little bit more fragile or keep things like maybe you, you want to send them like air freshener or something. It just keeps everything kind of like sealed and intact and together, which is also really important when you're packing things because you want things to be packed 
pretty pretty tight, but you don't want them to be jam jam packed into into the package. So I kind of always say, you know, make sure things are snug, things aren't shaking around, you can't hear a lot of rattling, but also make sure you're not packing things so tight. Whereas if something were to get smushed in or if the box were to get damaged in some way, it would ruin the whole package or it would ruin so many of the items in there. So is the rule of thumb is, you know, make it snug, but don't make it to where you can't really, there's not any wiggle room at all. And so invest in some good vacuum seal bags. They are great. So, you know, you've got your things together. You vacuum sealed what you need to vacuum seal. You kind of got an idea about the theme of the box you want to do. And so the next thing that should be on your list is the customs form. The custom form is needed to ship something overseas. It's what you basically tell the customs agents what exactly is in the box so they don't have to open it and look inside. And so what you will do with this list is you fill out your information, your contact information in case something with the box happens. You're also going to input your service member's information in terms of the address, where it's going, who's it going to. You also, on the bottom of the customs form, will fill out a list of everything that is in your box. This is so, so important because if there is discrepancy or if things show up missing, this custom form acts as a checklist. It has two purposes. One, to like make sure that everything that is in the box can actually be shipped from the custom side. But it's also important for you to validate and check that everything that you sent was received. So if something wasn't received, you have proof that it was in the box. Like you filled it out on the form. It went, it went through. It should have been through customs. And so there are two ways you can fill out this custom form. You can either fill one out online through USPS, the United States Postal Service, or you can fill out the form in person in the store. There was um, and is uh, something going around saying the, the customs forms have to be digital. If you fill out the custom form in the postal office, the agent actually inputs it into the system for you. That's where it's coming from with the digital. You can also do it online, but don't think that if you forget to fill it out online and you already have the postal service, you can fill out a form there and they will input it. The, the agent will input it online. And so packaging. We've talked about all the nitty gritty stuff. We've talked about all the technical stuff, the customs list and the custom form and what you can and cannot send, all that fun jazz. But now I want to talk about packaging. And so this is what I talked about at the beginning. Some spouses go hard, y'all. I've seen it. And you can honestly go as big as you want or as little as you want. I don't decorate personally because a lot of times I'm just sending little things that my husband needs that maybe we forgot. Or like I said, socks, like he wore through some socks and he needed new socks or he needed cookies or his ear, ear phones, whatever broke. And we need to send him new ones. So I don't really do like a full month care package, but a lot of spouses will do a care package for the month. So they'll be themed like one for Halloween and Thanksgiving and Christmas and they'll New Year's and they'll have one and they'll do different like snacks and things like that in there. So if you are going to go down that route of doing a themed box, just remember again that it can take anywhere from two to five weeks for packages to be shipped. Um, I've seen them go longer just because, especially with COVID, things kind of got sidetracked. So just keep that in the back of your brain that if you are going to do themed box, you will need to send them pretty early um, so that your spouse gets them. But also, if you're thinking about this and you're like, well, shoot, I want to do the fun, cool boxes, but I don't want to like, how do I get those cool boxes? You can actually order 
shipping boxes, the like medium flat rate shipping boxes, and I think some large ones too, from the United States Postal Service for free. It is something that they offer to military families who are shipping care packages and deployment packages overseas. And so you go online, you just fill out a little form, and they will ship you shipping boxes for free, and you can decorate in the comfort of your home. You don't have to quick throw things together in the postal office as you're pulling the box and and whatnot. You can do it for free through them. And, you know, have as much fun as you want with it. Make sure, again, things are snug and not too tight. But I've seen, you know, people just put pictures of them and their their service member, you know, having a good time and smiling or little punny things. It really is anything that you can dream up, you can put. And I do know, just from personal experiences, care packages, they, they really make the service member's day. It's a nice reminder that they're being thought about at home. I think... A lot of times I get in my head about, you know, I really miss my service member. He's deployed. I'm really lonely. I'm so sad. And I have to also remind myself that he's probably feeling a lot of the same feelings. He's also probably missing me as much as I'm missing him. And he's probably missing home as, you know, as much as I'm missing him being home. And so care packages are a really awesome way to just remind your service member they're being thought about and that they're being missed and that you're there for them and you're going to take care of them, even if it's from a distance. No matter the miles in the military, you're always there to support your service member. And they're always there to support you, even if not in closeness, but in spirit. And I think care packages are a really awesome way to display that spirit and display that care and that that love for each other. And so I hope that this helps you kind of maybe not be so afraid to take on the care package. I know that first initial one, you're, there's a lot of questions and a lot of, did I do this right? Did I, is this going to actually get to my service member? Did I do this right? And just know that it's a learning curve, but it's not as scary. It's not as complicated as it seems. And I really hope that this sort of gives you that push to just send one and just do it. Get your service member, you know, cookies and socks and gum and deodorant or whatever they need, ship it out to them. Care packages are not a scary thing. I promise they're so much simpler than I think they're explained to be and, and there's not as many rules as as they're made out to be. And so thank you so much for participating in this community, for being a member in this community. The Call to Marriage community is growing and I am so excited about that. Again, if you want to reach out, say hi, have a question, would love to hear from you at ask.ctmpodcast at gmail.com. I answer every email I get and I just really want to make sure that as a new spouse, I know how scary it is and how just weird right now is especially. And so if you're just looking for some community, hop on board. We are so excited to to have you here. And so thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Again, that is ask.ctmpodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to hearing from everybody and I hope you all have an awesome week. Bye.